Hello, my friends. This is Andy and Hedia coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. Is, is there somebody sneaking up on us? No. Why is there <laughs> such bright light back there suddenly? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Welcome to ResurrectMinistry.com, where we're harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel across the universe. <laughs> we have Bible resources, um, worship bands, pastors you may never have heard of, some articles to read, our podcast episodes, um, previous presentations that I've made in this place or that. Uh, and we love to hear from you. We read all of the comments personally, send us your prayer requests. Uh, we got to reconnect with one of our viewers a couple of days ago about um, them having a baby. It was wonderful to pray for them and encourage them. And we got a new email too about a Muslim brother coming to Christ and some encouragement for him as well. So we love to hear from you. Please drop us a line. And if this ministry is blessing you in any way, please um, click the donate now button. And as you're watching, please, um, especially if you're watching live, uh, comment. Let us know uh, what you think about the devotional, about the scripture. If you have any stories to add to the things that we're talking about, that would be great. And then if you're watching the replay, you can do the same thing. We'll just have to uh, read it later, which uh, again, Hedy just mentioned, we've gotten some great uh, comments on, on, uh, on some of our shows too. Uh, Robert Block, I want to make sure and thank you for your amazing uh, comment. Uh, I had to delete that post because it was uh, announcing the show that we were going to do with Pastor Jack Hibbs, but uh... it uh, got rescheduled. <laughs> so uh he has something to do with his granddaughter on that day and so um granddaughter trumps andy and hedia for sure and so i thought for sure it was going to be uh pompeo or somebody like that or president trump mm. but um it was even bigger than that yes um make sure and check out our uh Sponsors down in the in the description. Uh, Lifewise is one of our sponsors. They have great supplement products. Uh, help you sleep. Help you wake up. Help you with um, uh, your immune system. Called uh, what's it called? Restore. No. The one. No. It's called something else. I can see it. It's purple. It tastes like grape. What's it called? It's called Kisuchen. Whoever's watching that knows, make sure and put it in there. But it is amazing. I've been taking that. It's been holding off this cold that the kids are trying to give me. It's been holding it off, but I, I don't know how much I could hold it off much longer. I don't have our chill, I got six, not six, five kids that are all sick, trying to get me sick. Uh, but so far, it's winning out. They go to likewise. <laughs> go and get StreamYard now. Uh, if you want to do a show, uh, sharing a devotional. Um, Cindy's been doing a devotional. At some point, I hope to see her start using uh, StreamYard. Yeah, I caught the tail end of it. It was yes. wonderful. I've been watching her. It's awesome that she's doing that. And uh, today for our scripture, uh, we are going to be reading from 1 John 5, 1 through 5. So uh, we're reading from A.W. Tozer for The Christian Leader, and it's September 27th. And the title is Doing the Will of God. The uh, reference, is it scripture? Yeah, it's 1 John 5, right. uh, 4 and 5. Why didn't he put it on there? I think he just typo. He left us hanging. He made us uh, have to work for this one. I think it was a typo. <laughs> All right. It says, by this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this, this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. <laughs> exactly. A.W. says, we urgently need a new kind of reformation throughout our Christian churches. 
a, reform, a reformation that, that will cause us not only to accept the will of God, but to actively seek it and adore it. That last part is really important, to adore it. Yeah, not just accept it. Oh, yes. That can be tough for some people. The reformation we need. Reformation. Oh, that too. The reformation we need now can best be described. <laughs> I'm so sorry. sorry. It was just irritating me. I had to fix it. I thought, okay, if he says it once, fine, but it's like 15 times. In this, this is week. your fault, you know. <laughs> I know. Because you were late to I the broadcast. Late. You didn't, you weren't able to correct me off camera. I'm sorry. The reformation we need <laughs> now can best be described in terms of spiritual perfection, which of course I am not, uh, which reduced to its simplest form is no more and no less than doing the will of God. This would expose us all at the point of our need, no matter how sound we think we are in doctrine and no matter how great our reputations. I long for the positive and genuine renewal, which would come if the will of God could be totally accomplished in our lives. Everything that is unspiritual would flee and all that is not Christ-like would vanish and all that is not according to the New Testament would be rejected. Do we voluntarily and actively observe God's commandments, making positive changes in our lives as God may indicate in order to bring the entire life into accord with the New Testament? Oh Lord, I long for the positive and genuine renewal, which would come if the will of God could be totally accomplished in our lives. Let it begin in me today. Amen. So just real quick, what we decided is that that last portion, which is a prayer, is, is separate. So I thought it would, I thought, if I'm not, if I'm wrong, let me know, that it, it, it breaks it up so that it's clear to the people, that it's not part of the devotion, that it's a separate prayer. Well, it is still part of the devotional, no? Mm, no, but it's in italicis. Or italicies, which is it? Italicies. I, I think really the, the biggest part uh, for, and I'm speaking as a man, is what I said earlier in the part where um, that will cause us not only to accept the will of God, which is fine, I can accept it, but to actively seek it and adore it. Amen. Because there's so much of it that is just, it's... Um, it's uh, one of those things that I think men struggle with um, coming into the faith of, of the thought that they have to give up certain things, that they can't, you know, have fun <laughs> or to have to give up watching football on Sunday or on my Monday night men's uh, Bible study that I have to go to, that I like to go to, that, I, that I'm lucky enough to go to is on Monday night when there's Monday night football. Um, the good news is I'm not as big of a fan of football as I used to be, so it's not that hard. But yeah, those are just good, examples. Good news for me. <laughs> but those are just examples that I hear men, you know, almost at least the first couple of Monday nights, you know, the guys, uh, you know, some people will say, well, I'm glad you're here and uh, put this before Monday night football. Right. But, it, but it's, it's that thing, like to adore it so much that it takes precedence over anything else that you can give up um, those things that are you know, uh, things that you've gotten used to in the world that you have made um, idols. 
Yes. And, and, and that you're willing to give those up. So I think that's the part that hits me uh, about this devotional. What about you, Schnooks? Um, I think that's important, what you mm. just said, all those reasons. And do we voluntarily and actively observe God's commandments and make positive changes in accordance with those? So one, that requires us to know what they are, the mm. commandments. How do we know them? We have to read them. <laughs> so you just don't get that from going on Sunday to church and being like, oh, good piece of scripture. Okay, uh, obey. I can do that. It's, it's literally, you know, ingesting the word of God so that the scripture becomes metabolized metabolized wow, good. in our bodies and that we, it, it becomes part of who we are. We literally start to make changes in our being as a result of those commandments. Mm. We meaning the Holy spirit. So it's basically, I will make the effort to ingest this. I will meditate on it and I rely on the Holy spirit to have it transform me. Mm. Oh, there was such a good passage. Um, did you listen to Jack yet? Not yet. So there was this really good, he does this um, little explanation about how we all are this new creation. Isaiah, Ezekiel promised we'd have a heart of stone replaced with a heart of flesh. We would have a new spirit put into us and that you could get this all from the Old Testament. You didn't even need the New Testament to have that promise. And then he says, but isn't it amazing how we have this new spirit, we're living this Christian life, and yet we can have a single thought that takes us back to our old life. And if we are not careful, we will go down a storm drain of nonsense about who we were. And he's so particular mm. about not going down that, that drain. He said that somebody came up to him and said, oh, so you don't remember me? And he said no and then he was telling us he's like i make an effort not to remember people i don't want to remember anything from that past life oh, wow. and then said and this is where i get it from because you sometimes wonder why i'm so weird that way but um i got that advice from him because i really really it's very beneficial for me because basically, and so then he goes on to explain, he says, I don't let a single piece of that thought enter my brain. He says, as soon as it enters, I say, I take every thought captive under the command of Christ Jesus. That is the old man. I want nothing to do with it. Um, and throws it out. Wow. Um, and so I think in that same vein, um, we're throwing that bad stuff out and we're really doing our best to metabolize and ingest the good stuff in. That must be why still on occasion you'll say something, you know, either in a speech or when you're talking to a friend and I'll go, oh, I never knew that about you. <laughs> try not to remember. Because <laughs> you try not to bring up the past. <laughs> yes. Really quick, I want to um, say hi to Julie Boyce. And um, she hasn't been on our show in a very long time, but I'm glad. I mean, she may watch when the replay. Aww. So I don't want to say that she never watches, but uh, she has a prayer request. I want to make sure I can get to that. Yes. Um, for her friend Donna, who has surgery tomorrow. That would be awesome. Thank you. And yes, we would uh, like to hear your prayers uh, before we sign off. Um, we would like to pray for those of you that have prayers or somebody in your life that uh, needs prayer. Yes. That would be awesome.
Uh, Ira says she just got done watching Pastor Jack. Yeah. Normally we don't come on on Wednesday nights because of right. Pastor Jack. But, but we finished in time. He was finished. Good. Uh, but we decided to do that tonight because we weren't on last night. Um, Shield. Thank you, Iris. <laughs> That's the name of the uh, yes. LifeWise product. Are you that I was manning wearing. the comments now? Just for right now. <laughs> okay, because you're jumping all over the place and I don't know how we're supposed to... Keep track of this because there's a lot. So if you don't <laughs> mind, I'm going to systematically go. Through I was them. just kind of no. Hi, I Cindy. <laughs> got Julie's prayer request. We got a hi from Julie. We got the name of the medicine is Shield. Dixie, hi, Dixie. English, please, Dixie. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, see. Cindy laughs. See what you started. Dixie says it's all about semantics. <laughs> And Dixie says, I think I may adore my husband too much in that context. Oh, oh very That's sweet. I like that. Amen. Wish and I then, knew what that was like. What? <laughs> Why did you say that? I'm just kidding. Such a good message tonight. Do you have A.W. Tozer's book, I Talk Back to the Devil? No. No. But I didn't hear, is that something Pastor Jack referred to tonight? I no, I think, part. I think just because we're on A.W. Tozer. Oh, okay. Oh, but that sounds good. We're going to look that one up. Thanks, Iris. We're having a Facebook night tonight. Only Cindy's watching from YouTube. Yeah. Oh, Pastor Jack said to get it. Ah, I missed it. Okay. Oh. We will have to get that. Let's read the scripture, Schnooks. First John 5, 1 through 5. So I like the NIV version just because some of the terms, some of the concepts are a little complicated. So the NIV is more of a summary than a direct translation. See how this goes. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ born of God and everyone, so meaning the begotten son of God and everyone who loves the father loves his child as well. Good point. This is how we know that we love the children of God by loving God and carrying out his commands. In fact, this is love for God to keep his commands and his commands are not burdensome for everyone born of, born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the son of God. So this is designed almost like a math equation. So, um, if you believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God, A, um, everyone who loves the Father would love his Son. So if A, then B, then um, you get C. And then if you um, love the Son of God, then you love all the other children of God. And if you love all the other children of God, then you would keep God's commandments. And how do you prove that you love God? By keeping the commandments. Hmm. And everyone born of God overcomes the world. And who overcomes the world is the one who believes that Jesus is the son. Going back to variable A, do you believe Jesus is the Christ born of God? Hmm. I wish I could better explain the steps in between, but I kind of lost my string. <laughs> but you get the gist, right? This makes me think of the the twelve apostles, disciples, um, that when 
Jesus comes walking up after his baptism and, and is walking towards the fishermen and um, and tells, you know, the first two, was it Peter and who's the second one? Peter, well, he was Simon at the time. Simon and Peter. And is it John? Somebody tell me who the second one is that they first came across. Okay. Um, and then they they immediately follow. Right. Because you have to have, I mean, you wouldn't, none of us would follow anybody and leave our family and leave. And then eventually some of the, you know, they, they mm. would eventually leave their father, you know. Mm. <laughs> I actually did that. <laughs> On a single command. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So you can you can kind of relate. Yes. But the person you were following wasn't Jesus Christ. It was just no, a religious but... figure. Right. Oh wow. I never thought about that. Yep. So people that's how people fall into cults too. I mean, you're blessed when it's I mean, but but really, I mean, the first couple, the first when Jesus, why they just met him. I mean, they heard that he was just baptized by the the, the, the baptizer, but that's it. I mean, it really wasn't yeah, much more than that. Absolutely. But you had a very similar yes. thing. Wow. So the so the moral of the story is God and the devil can do it. <laughs> That's, <laughs> you, that's my conclusion. <laughs> you just stopped me in my tracks. Yeah, I stopped myself in my tracks, actually. Because I was writing, uh, you know, just kind of journaling about this and just thinking when I wrote, I was like, how, ama- how, how incredible that pool must have been or that, that thought that he was the Messiah, that, that that had to be so strong for them to be able to leave their family, to leave their father you know, on the boat while they were still fishing. <laughs> yeah. said, See ya. You take care of the nets. You take care. I mean, because the work ethic in those days was that they do it together, that this was their business and, you know, that, you know, they had to honor their father. Um, but yet this man, this figure at the time, they had to truly believe he was the Messiah because sure. there was no other reason why they would do that. Absolutely. And I, but I was writing journaling that how, how, amazing that is that they could do that but now you're you completely <laughs> so, you, so what was you, it you, you so for... miraculous so you got to be very stupid i don't know <laughs> i don't consider myself but you're not stupid. stupid i know it's kind of weird so that's why i said earlier that the, that power the miraculous rests with god and the devil i guess that's how people get in, wow, in culture that is too. something else right now that you're just hitting me with so I keep turning my head. I should be doing this. Um, but I'm just so dumbfounded right now. I mean, I can't say certain words, so I, I guess that's not that big of a deal. But uh, <laughs> but wow, that the, the thought of but the, what you bring up a great point that the devil is a great uh, manipulator and, yes. and uh, he copies. What's the other word for that? Yeah, counterfeits. Counterfeits. Wow, schnooks. I don't know why that you just. That's why when people, um, well, that's why when I talk about learning the school of uh, um, spiritual gifts, that I am weary of the gift of miracles, but you know, performing miracles because I've seen how the demonic does that, 
anybody who's been in new age or mysticism and stuff has seen that kind of stuff. If you're, mm -hmm. in, if you're in a truly powerful organization in that sense, um, warlock level stuff. Um, if you are at that, in that stage, you see all those kinds of things. You could see people, you know, raise people from the dead. You could see them, heal them. You, all kinds of crazy mm. things can happen. So that's not. Yeah. Well, you're, you're really just going to bring me back to some other things too. I mean, you had the, um, it was famous when we were kids, actually, well, when I was a kid, you may not have been born yet, but the, um, the, oh man, his name just escaped me in Guyana. Uh, where Jones, I think his last name was, that uh, had all these people in this cult and took them uh -huh. down and they got and they they drank the Kool Aid, which was the poison, oh, right. and they all committed suicide. I remember that. You know, you're right. The devil is, has great power. He definitely had the evil spirit to uh, to have these people take their life. Yes, uh, under false pretenses. Yes. What was that guy's name? John, uh, Jones, something Jones. Jones. Can't remember his first yeah, name. Yeah, what his first name was. Um, wow. That is really important. That yes, is so important. That's why we need discernment. Hmm. Sorry, I'm in a little bit of a funk now. <laughs> and yes, I do snort uh, from time to time. Thank you for uh, noticing. Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Yeah, thank you. Jim Jones is this Irish. Name. Iris is good at these. She things. is. She's a secret. She was probably on Jeopardy, I bet. <laughs> and Dixie came up with it too. But a little after Iris, sorry. Sorry about that, Dixie. You don't get the price. Um, and Carrie says a flashlight would seem like great power to people 300 years ago. <laughs> Cindy, Cindy says Jim Jones. She's trying to win the car. But. Um, Irish won the card tonight. Yes. Um, glad you're here, Carrie. I'm sorry that you keep missing us. You haven't missed us for the last couple of days because we've not been on the yes, last couple of days. we have not been on. We've been uh, a little bit wild and things that are going on around here. Um, uh, Cindy says? I did all of these. Oh, about no. potluck? Oh, yes, yes, we have a Bible study on potluck. We have a Bible study on potluck with potluck <laughs> on Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> nice to see you too. <laughs> yes, there was one other one I was looking for, but I can't find it now. Um, oh, Dixie saying that she loves our conversations. Thank you, Dixie. Uh, yeah, they just kind of come off the cuff sometimes. Um, what's interesting tonight is, I don't know if you can feel it, but I can feel it, is that when we have these moments uh, where we, some like it's been tough to get on the last couple of nights because yeah. of stuff, uh, whether it's cheerleading or other shenanigans that we have to do that we just can't seem to fit it into the day uh but tonight we go we're doing it yes and even though we had stuff going on and unfortunately we did not even have time to even look at the scripture or the uh, devotional before we came on together yes and when that happens it's it's interesting i'm always waiting to see if just god will take over and i think that's kind of what happened and when that happens i get in in a little bit of a because uh, uh, a, a meditation there's whatever you want to call it like a like I oh and it's also because it's uh <laughs> it's more spontaneous mm -hmm. and then if therefore it's harder and i'm sorry i'm a little loopy right now because <laughs> i went to a new gut doctor oh no are we going into the i'm not going to give too many details <laughs> the thing is 
I'm on so many new supplements that I don't know whether I'm coming or going right no now. No narcotics. Nothing narcotic. Okay. All just vitamins, minerals, nutrients, micronutrients, amino acids. I don't know. You name it. I got some <laughs> yeast wafers. But it's, I'm really a little bit loopy right now because I just don't – I like some of it's making me a little dizzy. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was me making it a little – No. So I'm just a little – Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I'm blown away about how I wrote this in my journal in my, uh, that I was writing as part of my homework uh, for the oh, Monday night. Yeah. Oh, um, that I had this whole idea about. That I, that I just ruined? No, not at all. Not, not at all. That, but that's what the, this great thing is. It's the great thing about having a Bible study. Uh, especially one at Calvary Chapel with a bunch of men. That, that's awesome. Uh, and we're going through the book and, and reading about the different disciples and where they came from and what, what their lives were like, the, the, those awesome. that we can find, that kind of stuff. But it was that first part that I just thinking, oh, you know, you, you get all, oh, you know, it's just to see Jesus coming and that it just must have been so powerful, him walking down and then saying, follow me. And they just said, yes. And I'm just thinking, how amazing that is and so for the last couple of days i've been just kind of thinking about it nice and then you hit me with that which is like wow and what does that do it, it just tells me how easy it is to fall into a trap if you're not careful about understanding when it's from god mm, okay. or when it's from the world that if if you are caught up in just the amazingness of god and the bible and that's all you're thinking about, but not what else. It, what, uh, the other thing that it tells us in the Bible is to be cautious yes. and to be discerning because the devil roams around. roams around and takes the identity of something very shiny. Mm. And Masquerading uh, as so important. I know, but I just, I, even though I know that, do you see how easy just with just a simple reading and just a simple thought, it, it kind of, it kind of, kind of sets you up. Yeah, for sure. You're, the, the human mind, the, the, the sinful part of us can sometimes just go, no, this, you know, it, it causes you to forget, forget caution, throw caution to the wind. Yes. Well, see, and that's what I worry about sometimes when people in the, that's, Part of the thing with the whole Pentecostal charismatic stuff is that if you are not familiar with the abuses or negativity that can come from that doctrine, mm -hmm. um, then you're easily enamored with the shiny objects. And the converse is true. You don't want to be overly cautious that you become a cessationist and you don't believe in the power of the gifts. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Mm. And so you can't, you do not want to believe, cannot think that he doesn't still perform miracles. He does. He is the miracle worker, the way maker, um, the Prince of Peace, the perfect counselor, wonderful counselor. So all these things and these attributes are still alive today, but we just have to test the spirits. Mm. Hmm. So interesting. So glad we had this conversation. 
Oh, yeah. Speaking of, I have to talk to a dear friend of ours about um, the book she gave me because um, I did a whole bunch of research and the concept. I don't want to go into it here because I don't want people to like go bananas over it. But the <laughs> the whole concept was just not biblical. Mm. So now I got to figure out how to have that conversation with them. You might have just done that. What do you mean? What if they're watching? Oh, maybe they are, but they don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they. <sighs> yeah, I mean, so that... we're gonna have. We're gonna. I'm definitely gonna want to have a conversation with them. Yeah. Brothers and sisters, in love, in humility, in compassion, in in the spirit of unity. So, just going back to Dixie's comment there about there is also a full moon. So I'll put on the screen here real quick. Yes. That uh, that concept. What are your feelings about full moons? Oh, this comes up all the time. So we're not supposed to believe in astrology, mm -hmm. but we believe in astronomy. Okay. okay. The difference, the science of the stars and the moons, the mm -hmm. effects they have on the earth. Mm -hmm. um, uh, magnetic pull, right? Uh, electronic charge of the earth, all, all the stuff that deals with geology astronomy um but not astrology so we don't try to predict our personality based on the stars alignment um so does the full full moon create a certain condition on earth i cannot say i know that is that astrology or astronomy i don't know i don't know i i noticed though um uh that as a police officer that the uh a full moon made for a much busier night and uh yeah there's a theory that it causes right. chaos on the earth in briefing they would sometimes not always but on occasion would say oh you know be careful out there it's a full moon tonight it'd be like the sergeant who gives briefing but would make sure let's know <laughs> or somebody in briefing might bring it up and say hey, it's going to be a full moon tonight. Yeah, so Dixie says that. Allegedly, there's a lot that science stuff says happens with the moon. Yeah, and some of the, I'd have to, uh, you know, for years I thought about it. I mean, I was a cop for 21 years, and it, you know, I'd often be driving around at that full moon and would, would be thinking about that. But part of me is, it also thinks <laughs> that, that when it's a not a cloudy day, that the moon brightens up the world, but brightens up the, the area that we're working which brings people out. And so there's going to be more people out in the daylight. When there's more people out, like a Friday night and a Saturday night, the reason they're busier is because there's more people out. They're not in their beds and, and home. Yeah. <laughs> and that may be a theory, but there, no, every civilization known to man believes in something about the full moon. Really? So I don't know what it's going to Oh, yeah. Muslims have it. Indians have it. New Age people have it. You know, it, there's something scientific about it. Hmm. Yeah, uh -huh. it just seemed like it was easier to burglarize cars and, and break. I mean, that may all be because so, because but I know a flashlight. I know I didn't have that had nothing to do with why we believe it. But it did also seem that we were in a lot more fights, too. It brings out the crazy in people. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what that is, but maybe we'll look it up. Hmm. You know, the tides and everything else that get brought up by the the gravity of the the pull of the moon and that kind of stuff is all part of it. Yeah, that's a curious thing. <sighs> 
the full moon affects the tide, so it may affect oh, us yeah. physically because of the gravitational effect. Well, sounds, Makes our brains swell. Sounds very intelligent to me. <laughs> I'll go with that. Oh, yeah, Carrie's the scientist, right? Yes. Yeah, she knows. She knows this stuff, but uh, for sure, they're, they're much busier nights. I, I even think that one of the sergeants or somebody did a study that when they look at the activity, because you, you have to keep an activity sheet for how many calls you go on and what the calls are and that kind of stuff, that the disturbances and um, assaults and assault and batteries would increase during times wow. of the full moon. Uh, I don't know where that study is now, but I think somebody had done one, if I'm not mistaken. That's amazing. Or somebody made it up. But I'm pretty sure somebody did a study. Oh, we're made of water and dirt. <laughs> Something to do with the moon again, or is that just a science thing? And Cindy says, uh, "Yes, astronomy. The gravitational pull increases pressure on physical stature of a person. Weather changes barometric, uh, barometric pressure. Both affect electrical impulses of the brain." Mm. Yeah, I don't know what any of that just means, but. I can see I know exactly how, what it means. I know how that all does something. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm feeling loopy. All right. Before we sign off, anybody else have any more prayers as we are beginning to sign off here? Yes. Um, uh, sorry, I just had to look and see what my daughter was calling me for. Uh, Riley is going to bring her home. Okay. Just, just so you know. Um, the mud is it's water and dirt. Right. <laughs> Uh, how funny. That's um, how's your mom doing? Can I ask? Uh, a little bit better. Mm. Finally, seems to be on the mend. Wow, this has been carrying on for a while. This is so hard. Yes, for somebody her age. Apparently. Yeah, it's really, really devastating. My mom had COVID. For those of you who don't know, but it's been so, so debilitating. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm wondering if she's ever going to be the same again. Really? Yeah. Wow. She's extremely frail right now. <sighs> I'm sorry. Thank you. It's been tough too. You know, when we're talking about, you know, your stomach, mm -hmm. you know, and the this this doesn't help it. Yeah. The thinking of your mom. Yeah. yeah. It's it's definitely Wayne, you know the as we've talked about before, the, the, you know, the, the stuff that goes on in our life, depending on whether it's business or children or, or, you know, finances or sick sickness in our family. Uh, we need to spend a lot more time with God to um, take it, take it off of our shoulders or else we end up making ourselves sick. Amen. It's so hard. It is hard. I mean, it's, um, it's a natural response though. The human response, kind of like sin, right? That it's yeah, just something that, just, that we we just naturally do. We have to work at handing these things over to God and, and pray. So why don't we do that? Let's do it. All right. Oh, dear Lord, thank you uh, for this time of fellowship with your um, sons and daughters and for all the people that we uh, don't communicate with directly, Lord, but that hear your message. And we we ask that you bless them and protect them, draw them close to you, bless their families, bless their children, their loved ones, their neighbors, their cities, their communities, Lord, that we may all um, draw closer to you in our obedience and 
as Tozer says, to increase our um, obedience to your commandments, Lord, so that our lives reflect um, your glory. We also pray for um, Donna's surgery tomorrow, that she may come through it with a miraculous and supernatural healing and restoration. And for any of us that are suffering from sicknesses, Lord, and, and my mom included, that you would give them um, complete restoration. We ask all things and we pray all things in the name of your beloved and your only begotten son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All right, my friends. We love you guys. Love you guys. Good night. God bless. Take care. Bye. Bye.